Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time. My name is Luke Condo with a K, and I'm joined by my regular co-host, Mr... It's Mr. Ben Errington. You're very fidgety during that intro. It was like... I'm trying to mix it up. <laughs> yeah, there's, <yeah>. a lot... <laughs> there's a lot of this going on, so I've ruined it now. Uh, which is fine. Adds to the, adds to the aesthetic. I want a person the to feel like I'm fondling their head whilst I'm talking to them. <laughs> Is it like Luke Condor ASMR? Yeah, come on, man. love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love you. Come on, then enjoy this, will you? Come on, have it. Listen to that. Have a bit of that. What's that? I don't even know if that came through. Did that come through that bit? Scratching nice. the. Yeah, it sounds, oh. sounds like someone's next to you getting changed. <laughs> next to you getting changed someone's got up early and you're you ain't got to be at work for two hours but they're getting changed you can hear him you don't want to open your eyes you don't want to start a conversation because you're too tired so you keep your eyes yeah. closed and you hear them getting changed oh did you sleep well still, i'm still i'm still doing it still sleeping <laughs> so uh Rutger Hauer unfortunately passed away so we decided to honor mr Rutger Hauer by doing one of his films and we've decided to do Today's episode, we shouldn't. I don't know why people always build up the episode of what they do because people don't know what they're listening to. They've clicked on it. It says what it what it is. It's the hitcher. Yeah, that's true. What like it's going to be a secret? Like <laughs> someone goes, "What we're going to watch? Yeah, what we watched is uh, we'll reveal it yeah. just before we talk about it. So don't you worry." Yes, yeah, the hitcher. <laughs> uh, the hitcher, which I I've never seen before, like ever. You seen the remake? Obviously. The uh, the one with Sean. No, Bean. I know, I know, I know of the remake, Sean but Bean. I haven't seen it. Okay. Um, so it was one of those weird films that I guess I didn't really know what genre it was I didn't know if it was a horror I know it was kind of like a thriller, horror, weird thing it but is, yeah, it's it been... a strange one Yeah, it's but... definitely a strange one yeah. we jumped to, uh, any news you got to share with us this week? <laughs> no, we, ju- we, ju- we jumped to Ed got some news, let's talk about some news got a couple of trailers, don't know if you've seen any trailers I know how you feel about trailers but we won't say what's I've in the trailer I've called say... up on my... Uh... Hate for trailers. I watch. I watch it. I'll. I'll sneak through. Do you know what I mean? I'll, 
Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. You can watch yeah. it at one eye open. Yeah. So we got a Zombieland sequel, Zombieland Double Tap. We got the trailer this yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, everyone's back, you know, but now they've like won Academy Awards. So like Academy Award winner Woody Harrelson, he might have had it before that. Academy Award winner Jesse Eisenberg, or maybe they're just nomination nominations. Yeah. Emma Stone's won one one. Abigail Breslin. Everyone's yeah, basically looks like exactly the same film. If ten years are supposed to have gone by in this zombie land, not much seems to have really changed. You can still wander about and you know pretty much do what you want. Uh, they go into the White House in the trailer and stuff like that. Did you watch the trailer? I did. I did a, uh, a, like a scrub through the trailer just to get an idea. Uh, are you a fan of the original? Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, me too. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's like it's not one of my favourites, but is it, it's pretty is good. Too is late? Good? Do you think is this film too late? Um, I don't know if it's. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird to think that the other film was ten years ago because it doesn't feel. I think like the other that. film was too early. Is the problem. Yeah, the this, other film should yeah. have been like 2013 or something, and this should yeah. be just this should have been the sequel. Yeah, um, they're all you know people like Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, who were like obviously known actors, but now they're you know they're they're household names. So interesting to see them come back for it because you know sometimes <laughs> you look at this and you think maybe certain people won't come back for it. Maybe it'll be Woody Harrelson with a whole new ragtag crew. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like a good laugh. There's not really many zombie things in the trailer. I I think you maybe see a couple of zombies at one point, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> yeah. There's uh, also been a game announced for it called Zombieland Double Tap Road Trip. That's too long a name for a game. It was just like a mobile Zombieland game. Double That's Tap it. Road Trip. There was announced for PS4, Switch, really? PC, all the gubbins. But yeah. Go back and just let's just call the game Zombieland or Zombieland Road Trip. Just call it, it don't need to be called Zombieland Double, Double Tap Road Trip. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, looks, Zombieland Road Trip that's that's the one to go with there. Yeah, it looks like a top down sort of um strategy game. Um, I'm looking at some screenshots now, it looks kind of shit. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> one of the missions is find a clean ish bathroom. Uh, I mean, so it's a movie tying game, so they're never, you know, they're never that great. But no, who knows? Okay, I don't have a trailer for you. You you may have seen this one because yeah. you don't. It's not one of those trailers that you're going to be looking at and going, oh well, it's ruined everything. Uh, so it's the A24 movie uh, from the Witch director uh, Robert Eggers, <coughs> black and white um, nightmare called The Lighthouse, starring Willem Dafoe and uh, Robert Patterson. What do you think? Did you see the trailer for this? I had a scrub through. <laughs> he had a scrub. Uh, yeah. So I, I, so it, I so, saw a couple of tentacles and I was like, I just watched it. I just watched the film. Ah, oh, I don't know. It looks good. I like, like the vibes. A hypnotic and hallucinatory tale of two lighthouse keepers on a remote and mysterious New England island in the 1890s. All there is, there's like a voiceover all the way through the trailer, I noticed, which is just somebody, I don't know who it is, it might be Willem Dafoe, saying, why'd you spill your beans? <laughs> like, somebody spilt their beans, and it's become a key plot point. Uh, is that yeah. like the new Wood Down like to live deliciously? Is, oh yeah, Wood is that new? This guy who knows how to come out with like catchphrases. Every film he does has got to have a catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad he's gone on to do something like this, because, you know, you do a film that's remotely 
uh, successful and you seem to get snapped up and you're doing the big budget blockbusters and all that yeah. crapola, or at least they didn't snap <clears> him <throat> up to do, uh, you know, one of the horror franchise movies. He's gone away and he's done his own thing. The, the, the witch doesn't seem to work as a demo for the bigger blockbuster stuff. You know what I mean? It feels more like a demo for sort of gritty TV stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think if you have a successful <laughs> film in the horror genre, yeah, I think you become a sought-after name, Yeah, uh, which is fine, obviously. Yeah, but this looks good. Um, I thought it's, uh, it's, it's Batman and the Green Goblin having a bit of a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Bit of a time about it. Yeah, those two, innit? I could watch William uh, Defoe in pretty much anything as well. So, yeah, I'm good for this. Could you watch him in like EastEnders? Yeah, I don't watch EastEnders, but I would, I would watch. <laughs> I don't watch Defoe. EastEnders, and I wouldn't watch EastEnders. But if Will and Defoe is turning up, right, in any context, yeah. Um, and the final, the final thing is, I, I might get involved in this, Luke. I don't know if you want to get involved in it as well. Um, basically, to celebrate it, Chapter Two, there's going to be a Vaults experience in London this August, thirty first of August. You love these um, things. It's free. You're, you're I, I, the I love Eagle these thing things. I've only yeah. ever been to one before. <laughs> you're always the, going to vault. You're always going days. to these things. You're trying to experience the film. Just watch the film. <laughs> Don't have to live it. I'd say. <laughs> but um, this sounds pretty cool. So basically, it's free. So you can try and book tickets on Tuesday, August the sixth, on the Warner Brothers website. And there's these vaults underneath Waterloo Station. You might know that. You, you might have been there. You might have lived there for a week or two. I did. As a former London man. Uh, yeah, but basically you can. there's going to be an experience. Like There's going to be Pennywise. You know what? There Actually, might be... <clears throat> I'm up for an experience. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, in, I'm up to that... going to the London um, you know, alleyways and I'm up for an experience. Sure. Sign there's going to be just a, <laughs> this is gonna be the worst Pennywise <laughs> you've ever seen. It's just going to be a guy <laughs> in a wig. And the makeup going, oh, and we you got are. crazy golf. <laughs> <laughs> and we've even got crazy golf. Apparently, it's 11,000 square feet of bespoke sets built into an underground maze of disused work railway tunnels. Bespoke, when is that? August? So it's August the 31st, but you yeah. can set an alarm for Tuesday the, 20, Tuesday the 6th of August, about 9 a.m., and, it, and it, the tickets will be available and they're free. So if anyone's listening, they're a fan of it, and they live in or around London. Hey, I'm a fan of it, and I don't live. I live in England. That's where London is. That's where London is. Close enough. I'm, I'm up know, for an experience. Do you oh. know the Queen? Sure. And I'm up for experience. That's sure, the, the Queen's house. <laughs> that there there's is Buckingham Palace. House. Yeah. Right. And there's the Queen's house. Is she in? No. No. Um, any other news? That sounds good, by the way. I, I don't look for that. Yeah, that's it. That's all I got down for the old news. Have we? Have I missed anything? I'll probably miss something massive. No, I think you, you've done the, all of it. The news. Yeah. Well done. Um, <laughs> Steph and the Guff, have you watched anything good? Um, I haven't watched a lot, you know. Um, I started watching that Amazon Prime series, The Boys, based oh, yeah. on the yeah. Garth, Garth Ennis. Is it Garth Ennis? Yeah. Garth yeah. Ennis, comic. Of, uh, the Preacher. Uh, yeah. So, Have you read I've The Boys? A, I've read a bit of The Boys, but I don't think I've read a lot. Have you heard the boys? Uh, a couple, a couple of volumes worth. Yeah, I think I maybe a couple. Oh, volumes. Um, and I've only watched two episodes so far, but it seems all right. It's 
it's still it's got that flavor which is the what's the cw is it cw like superhero stuff like the flash and yeah it definitely it's does, got that yeah. flavor and i don't you don't like any of that stuff and i don't watch it so that's the only thing that's put me off at the moment but so far it seems at least the uber violence and the yeah gore is kind of making up for that and carl urban who i think is trying to be english yeah, he's trying to be a proper London Cockney. He's trying to be a proper London geezer, mate. But the thing is, he sounds just Australian. Well, he's Kiwi, isn't he? So he's ki- well, there we go. Zealand, so that's, yeah. that's what's happened there. Did New Zealand like being called Kiwi? I just thought it might be. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, they like um. it. They love it. They want it. <laughs> um, so the boys. So I'm about four episodes in. It's it's like trashy to the point of it's really fun and really sort of engaging and insane and it's full of like pretty horrific scenery and gore and stuff. Uh I'm I'm kinda loving it. I mean I just I'm up for something that isn't serious. And also I kind of feel like but this is very close to comic book by the way. As far as I know it's it's hitting all the same beats so far. Um I just feel like the problem is they do this, where what is the next step for comic book adaptations? I feel like this is the final. But, but then again, like Kickass has come and gone like over 10 years ago. And, you know, I think a lot of people said the same thing when that came and went. People said, like, this is the yeah, yeah. this is the anti-comic book movie. You know, that's it. I think pe- people like a nice little um, refresh, a nice little refreshment, something a little bit different like to cleanse, yeah. cleanse the palate. But I think people always kind of like come back to the. Yeah. I'm enjoying it so far. I think um, it's, it feels kind of light and breezy. I don't mind sort of zoning in and out as I'm watching it. It's just a good, fun, sort of casual TV entertainment. Uh, yeah, else? there's a lot, lot, lot of scumbags in it as well that you kind of want to Most of them scumbags. see them. Simon Pegg is in it. I, yeah, playing so, a character's dad, and I'm like, there's 10 years between those two actors. Well, so uh, Simon Pegg, Wee Huey, uh, the main character in the comic book, his likeness was based on Simon Pegg. I think it's almost a bit of an Easter egg sort of thing to have him play yeah. the dad, uh, but I think I think his American accent is just as dodgy as Carl Urban's. Yeah, it's a bit dodgy. I was thinking yeah. that. I love Simon Pegg, so- but that's a strange American accent. Yeah, it's almost like why have Simon Pegg in it if you want him to be American? I always thought House's accent was pretty bad. Uh, he would already play yeah. House, uh, but. I've ha- seen numerous reports of people saying, no, it's actually fantastic. There are a lot of Americans who have no idea he's putting on an accent. Like it's, oh. um, and also, I think the person who he auditioned for didn't know he was English. And he did the accent as part of the audition. And he didn't. They must be well, better, screw you. Yeah, exactly. Screw you, then. Screw you. Screw uh, you. <laughs> yeah, so I also watched the um, animated adaptation of Batman Hush. I don't know if you've seen that or read that read or... a long time ago yeah yeah so even though the comic is kind of like a who's who of you know the main batman literally everyone you'd expect to see makes yeah. an appearance in one way or another in this because it, it's a lot more streamlined you know to still include those characters feels a bit too much and um some characters have been swapped out in particular like a very big reveal is completely absent essentially yeah. and it kind of just feels like it has it's just like a nothing a nothing story like that doesn't it just feels like um a bad <laughs> yeah. a bad episode 
of the animated show when Hush is like a really good, interesting story. So yeah, I was yeah. pretty disappointed by it, unfortunately. Sorry to say, Luke. Sorry about that. Uh, anything else? That's it. What about you? What about you? I um I watched Final Space. You seen that? The TV animated uh, thing. Final. Final Space. Netflix no, animated TV. It, so you look at it. It's like a. It looks very Rick and Morty on the face of it. Um, yeah. It's that sort of irreverent looking animated TV show set in space, but it's really kind of strange. It's quite serious in some of the themes it it tells, and there's real stakes. Characters die. It's really emotional, full of pathos, and uh, kind of heartbreaking at times. Um, I'm not sure I completely enjoyed it because the main character is a little bit annoying. Um, you, the jokes just don't land as much as they probably should do. And you can tell they're trying to aim for a sort of Peter Quill sort of vibe okay. to the main character, but it just doesn't quite land all the time. Uh, but it's still definitely worth watching. Um, give it a solid seven out, seven point five out of ten. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah, yeah, the music's great as well. It's uh, nice. But other than that, not much. Just this film, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, The Hitcher. So, you got some uh, info on The Hitcher? Hitcher. Not an adaptation of the Mighty Boosh character of the same name, right? Oh, McCockney, oh, McCockney. No, not... Or maybe. He was up inside you. Uh, so, The Hitcher is a 1986 American road action horror film directed by Robert Harmon and written by Eric Redd. Stars Rutger Hauer as a seemingly suicidal and homicidal maniac. And C. Thomas Howell as his primary victim. Um, So yeah, a young man who escapes the clutches of a murderous (coughs) hitchhiker is subsequently stalked by the hitcher and framed for his crimes. Yep. Uh, IMDb gives it 7.3 out of 10, which is higher than I thought it would be. Rotten Tomatoes, 61%. Board of Advisors, I think we asked, um, what's your favourite Rutger Hauer movie? Um, Anthony Doyle said, being one of the few who doesn't love Blade Runner, I think the the history is the best one of his that I've seen. Michael Heights said, Rick Howard's best performance was in Blade Runner. Um, and he, he quotes that all these moments will be lost in time, like tears in the rain. That is a great moment for Rick Howard. Heather Stack Yeaton says, it's hard to not choose Hobo with his shotgun, which I have seen. Uh, I don't know if I call it my favourite Rick Howard movie, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and I think I watched it at like two in the morning or something, so I, don't, I might have been halfway to sleep when I was watching it. Well, I hope, I hope you watch Hobo with a Shotgun at two in the morning. Something like that, yeah. I remember being... Jesus. That's, yeah. I, you must have had some fever dreams <laughs> that um, night. Tommy Draper says, The the Hitcher is definitely one of his most iconic roles. Brilliant film and performance. So, The Hitcher. I watched this when I was quite... I remember, I remember scenes when I was quite young and I watched it very, again recently thinking it was going to be something, but it's not that something. This is a weird movie and it doesn't tell you it's going to be a weird movie you know what i mean yeah it's just it just it kind of just it kind of just like snowballs and just keeps snowballing doesn't it it's just yeah. one of those like you think it's going to be a certain type of film or go a certain type of way and it's just not it's not like a traditional thriller in ways it's almost like i mean i know edward harvey mentioned this in the group as well but you are almost made to think without it expressively being said that Rutger Hauer's character could be potentially something of a supernatural figure um, because yeah. he seems to just pop up everywhere and sort of, you know, the fact 
he kind of alludes to to the main character that he's a smart boy he should be able to figure out why he's following him or why he's terrorizing him and we're never really you know in so many ways told how or why the events tend to unfold they just keep unfolding unfolding to the point where you're just like well this would never happen this is utterly this is kind of ridiculous (laughs) but then you many many moments where you feel like what how did that happen but you just sort of have to because you go into it thinking it's going to be a sort of a serious thriller, kind of realistic, but it's this it could be done as that as a serious thriller, very realistic. It could be done in that way, and I think the the remake is more that way. Then it's more and more illogical. At one point, I'm thinking, so maybe he's a sort of demon guy, but then I, the more I think about it, the more I think it's it's just a sort of magic realist horror movie that just doesn't worry about logic. He's just a right. When you think about it, he's a right knobhead, isn't he? He's, a, he's just a right knobhead. You're like, oh, have a day off, mate, and you got and you got home to go to. Fucking hell! Did Get you think it was all? There's a part of you thinks it might be all in his head because well, for the first thirty minutes, I, I kind of felt like, oh, maybe he's just his id or something. That's yeah, like, what? So almost like it was in his head, yeah. and he was the one committing these acts. And you yeah. know, I mean, it's 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 fairly open ended to the point where sure. That could be an explanation. Even even if you watch the whole thing, you're like, that could still be what actually happened. But again, it doesn't officially say it was one, two, three, or four things. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's points where it could go black swan territory in terms of like it's like a psychic, psychological thing. But, but there's too many other people who know he's there. No, it's not the kid. Do you know? What yeah. I mean? So I don't know. I just have to take it as a as a expressionist piece of art and you sort of read into it as in what you will and that's fine yeah but i mean rutger howard does really well as this sort of like opposing quite terrifying force yeah even even though like we don't really see any him commit any acts of violence directly a lot of it's off screen we don't like yeah like people end up dead and you know fingers end up chopped off and you know he fi- we see him firing some guns and stuff, but even that, like, yeah, I think it's only we only see him firing guns at. Oh no, but halfway through we see him firing, but firing what? a gun yeah. while smoking and driving, <laughs> dangerous. Yeah, and we see him jump through a window, but other than that, it's uh, just driving around. And the way he drives around is like that's not a normal car. <laughs> like it sort of, it feels like he can make his car do. Like if he wanted to, he could just drive up a wall and over a house. Like it feels like <laughs> yeah. he's got that ability to make his car move like that. Um, he's just got real. He's got really good luck. Like he just yeah drive through something and smash through a house. And go, hey, my car's still going, mate. Bit of trivia: uh, Rutger Hauer did all of his own uh, car stunts in this film. Oh, yeah. Did he do it? Did he do his own smoking while driving and shooting a helicopter? Did all his own stunts. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, so Rugger Howe plays John Ryder uh, Caesar Th- Thomas Howe plays Jim Halsey who's the, the boy who picks up the hitchhiker who is tormented by the hitchhiker we've also got Jennifer Jason Lee who I did not recognise as Jennifer Jason Lee no Jennifer no. Jason Lee looks completely different yeah like I'm not I don't know really, really mean to her but I'm not saying age has age has not done her any favours but age has definitely made her look a lot different it's it's you know when you say every seven years like all the cells in your body uh, different, different self. So you're a different person. She is evidence to that fact. 
I mean, I look she at is pictures of you from seven years evidence. ago, and you look similar. She is she's morphed into a different person. I look the same, but I got haunted eyes. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, the film. There's also the music's kind of dreamy in this. Um, it's kind of synth, synth wavy at times. It makes you feel. It is very. We've got the classic intro um, from. Oh god! I get the do 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 do. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the G, which has been like, uh, which a band called Gunship. You know, Gunship. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They use that as like intros to their videos and stuff, which is. Uh, I'm not even sure what the what the production yeah. company is for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it fe- it feels like quintessentially eighties um, yeah. genre. Uh, good, yeah. good shit. Good genre shit. Yeah. Good pure eighties. You got any? You got any more of that eighties for me, mate? Straight into the veins. The Hitcher is one of the classics. There's also very little uh, backstory about any of the characters. Who know anything about no. Jim House? Jim House is a little guy. You, you find out at one point. You find out at one point where he's going. Wherever he's San Diego, right? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so he's driving. Hired, hired a car and he's taking it somewhere, right? Yeah, so I think he's oh I think he's delivering a car from Chicago to San Diego, and he's driving. So yeah, so the film opens. He's driving in the dead of night, pouring with rain, yeah. West Texas desert, and he sees a man uh, in a what is it like a overcoat sort of thing? Yeah, he looks like he's got too many. I know it's raining, but he looks like he's got too many layers on. Anyway, um, no wonder he's fuming. Uh, yeah, so a guy called John Ryder basically gets in. And things are weird from the get-go. He's very... He ain't normal, is he? He's, he's, he's evasive, doesn't really answer any questions, doesn't really talk in a way that, you know, anyone yeah. friendly would. Standoffish. Uh, brooding. Yeah. Too uh, serious. He, like, Have a laugh with gra- me. Grabs his Play leg off. Oh, he forces his leg down on the accelerator and makes him yeah, yeah. speed, yeah. At, w- at one point, so at one point they're driving and they drive past a, like a, a, a car, an abandoned car, um, and uh, obviously, Ryder pushes his leg down, makes him carry on driving past it. He's like, "Was that your car?" He's like, "Yeah, that was my car. I ran out of gas." Uh, but John Ryder kind of like slowly reveals things pretty much immediately. He basically we're, says, we're in "Seconds, yeah, he's saying, yeah, I killed. A, there's a dead guy in there. I killed him. There's a dead guy in there. The same thing happened to you. I cut off his legs, I cut off his arms, and I cut off his head. Uh, and he's not going to get very far. Yeah. And I'm going to do the same to you, Jim." And Jim is obviously, Jim is obviously uh, shitting a brick, which you would, which you would. You'd be like, oh, I never pick up hitchhikers, and of all the ones I pick up, I have to pick up you, John Ryder, you knob. So he could have gone a very different way here. The film could have gone with him, like Collateral. Was it called Collateral? Where he's sort of being forced to drive a guy around. He's not, he realizes his seatbelt isn't on, and he just boots him (laughs) straight out of the car. This is what, this is the first illogical thing in this film. Like, if you just shove someone, they're not going to fly out of the car. Like the, the <laughs> they're just going to go, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> the door flies open. John Ryder flies out. Well, the door was ajar. Right. Um, there's a little light um, with a message saying the door's ajar. So he sees that first and then realizes that, you know. Yeah. So basically, Ryder's like got a knife to his face and then... Uh, Jim sees that the door's open and he yeah. kicks him out. Exactly. If me and you were in a car and I was driving along yeah. and suddenly I turned and like kicked you with both feet 
even if the door was ajar, you'd go, ow! Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you, you wouldn't just go, you'd go, ow, stab. Like you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was just one of those things that like, he's like, I'm going to have to do this. You know, sometimes you're like, I'm going to build build myself up to do this, build myself up, build myself up, and you do it, and it's like, it's nowhere near as effective as you perhaps do you ever thought have it out the, to be uh, in your head. Do you ever have the dream where you punch someone and it's like, there's absolutely no strength in the punch? Do you know? <laughs> 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 it's like, you, just... I think it's a similar thing to when you're running, but you can't, there's like, yeah. the floor moves, like you like, punch someone. Right. And your hand like goes back like it there's no force whatsoever. <laughs> and then that's actually what a real punch of mine's like. I tested it once, I went, Is this anything like the dream? And I went <laughs> my hand just cr- turns around and goes, Oh yeah, no. You punch and then you accidentally hit the fly that's on this guy's head. You lift your hand away and the fly flies away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? That's in something. That's that's got the Simpsons. Simpsons, Homer, yeah. Yeah, because the boxer. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> the flies still alive. Couldn't even kill a fly. So yeah, so you, essentially, <coughs> like if you kick the hitchhiker out and leave him lying in the street, he's fuming, Ryder. But Jim's like celebrating. He's like, yeah. I thought maybe he's going to crash at this point. Yeah. Um, because he was pretty, you know, he's turning around and, and, and shouting back at the hitchhiker. Like that's over, you know. Yeah. That's that that guy's never going to catch up to you again, no matter what you think. Is terrible luck. Okay. Second, it's never thing. <laughs> Second is an insane thing in this film. Uh, so he's, I think he's, uh, Jim's driving, and there's another family car, and there's a little girl in the back seat playing with a teddy bear, and then suddenly John Ryder lifts his head up, and he's in the back of the car as well. How? <laughs> what the? F- there's so many what insane I like things. About it, <laughs> what I like about it is that he's managed to flag down another car, <clears throat> yeah, and then I mean he's not the nicest of guys. He's not the most personable. Yeah. He's managed to befriend this family enough that they trust him to sit in the back with their kids and kiss the little kid and stuff. And, and kiss the little super girl. Cuddly with it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, <laughs> all right, yeah, fucking coming for you. And he's playing with a teddy bear. And of course, Jim's like driving up alongside him, just going, "There's a guy in your car, and he's gonna, and he's crazy, and he's gonna let it." It's like it is just pretty mental. Yeah, but um, I mean, yeah, and then there's a- Jim nearly crashes, doesn't he? And then I think. Uh- he catches up to the this car again a little bit later, but it's parked up. We don't see any violence again. He, we don't see any gore or anything. But he looks inside the car, and it whatever some, it is something dropping onto the floor, which is uh, blood onto his yeah. onto his shoe, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Jim Ryder, uh, John Ryder, sorry, has just massacred a family who, yeah. who just a second ago he was having a lovely time with, and then he's seen Jim drive. He's gone. Right, I've had enough of this family now. I'm sick yeah. of it. I'm sick of playing happy families. This guy, like the uh, the amount of blood and like chaos he's leaving behind him. How has he not been caught yeah. yet? How is yeah, he not been, exactly? Yeah. The fact that it only takes his involvement with Jim for the police to seemingly get involved. Yeah, yeah. Is again. I mean, there's no logic to this film. I mean, it's a no. good. It's a good time. It's 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 fun. It's ridiculous. Um, it's over the top. But That's why I kind no of like to see it as an expressionist thing rather than a real real thing. I feel like it's the only way you can really sort of uh, get a lot out of it, I guess. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, so uh, the next step, uh, the next thing he's driving, I think it's a gas station, which is where he fills up the car. And then whilst yep. he's filling up the car, um, thingy had got ahead of him in, and he found like a truck and then he parked in the. <laughs> In the yeah. garage, and then he sort of he, he, he knows what Jim's gonna do before Jim does. How does he even know Jim's gonna fill up the car? Maybe he saw the petrol meter, I don't know. Uh, but he comes out, covers the guy in fuel. Uh, I think he even lights it, but yeah, somebody knows Jim's not gonna stay there, he gets in his car, drives away, his car sets on fire a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, uh. It just seems... but all all of these bits feel like they could be the finale to the film, yeah. like be the final standoff. Yeah. They're all like they're all like these little meetings that they keep having, and yeah, it feels like the finale. They feel huge, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so Jim basically goes to a diner, gets let in by um, Jennifer Jason Lee, who plays someone called Nash. She's a waitress. She calls the police. She calls the police. She calls yeah. the police um, because obviously Jim is like. Tries basically saying there's a hitchhiker going around murdering people. He's after me. Yeah. He's off his nuts. And then um, she makes him a sandwich or some sort of bit of grub. I don't know. Chips uh, and, and as chips he takes a burger, yeah, chips and a burger. And as he takes a bite, uh, there's a bloody finger in his food. A so, severed finger. <laughs> so where did the finger come from? How did he get into the food? How did Jennifer Jason Lee not see it? And there's an insane amount of basically. Yeah. You can imagine Ryder coming down like Mission Impossible style. Like he's found someone on the roadside, he's cut a finger off, or it's yeah. his own finger, who yeah. knows of him. And he's and he's mission impossible down while while she's making the burger and she, he's gone <laughs> dropped it in and he's gone all the way up. Yeah. He'd go into a lot of effort to seemingly terrorise someone because he's not it doesn't always seem like he's trying to kill Jim. Yeah, it seems like he's gonna kill him at first, but then he just seems to torment like he's trying to and send he seems him to torment him, and, it, yeah. and then it's almost like he's trying he's trying to frame him for all these things he's doing but then he keeps on doing other things yeah so you're like you know what i mean there's only so much you can frame a man for right if you go i framed him for that murder and i've done another nine <laughs> murders back there those are also him <laughs> it's all and him. they just go all him, yeah <laughs> it was all him 
Uh, yeah, so basically the police do arrive uh, and they arrest Jim. They think it's they him. Find, right? They think it's him because oh, they find okay. Ryder's yeah. blooded knife in his pocket. Who knows how that got there? Also, was it, Ryder said he cut off a guy's head and legs with a nut, that knife. That's not, Tiny knife. that's not the knife to do that with. Yeah. Maybe it's ever so sharp. Maybe he's been, he's got a sharpener on a sharpening stone all yeah. night. Uh, yeah, but the police kind of don't think Jim's guilty because, you know, he's pretty irate, terrified. He's trying to get him to call various people. No yeah. one answers. Call my brother. Didn't answer. Call this person. Didn't answer. Call yeah. Babe Station. No, he didn't answer, no, mate. I'm sorry. Answer, yeah. uh, it's, so this is when he goes in the cell, right? They, they put him in the yeah, cell. Yeah. So they put him in a cell overnight and then he wakes up and his cell door is is unlocked. And he walks out and all the all the police officers are dead. All the police officers have been murdered. There's only three of them, I think. I say only three. Like I could take down three police officers with my bare hands any moment. Yeah. One of the dogs is like gnawing on one of their necks. That felt quite dreamy as well. When the dog is like, it felt like a like a ayahuasca ceremony yeah. fever dream thing where the dogs just want one dog past. Can... Yeah, and it kind of looks back at him, doesn't it? Goes yeah. like you never guess, you never guess what's happened in there. Winks at him. <laughs> Winks at him. Follow me. Uh, so, Arr! at what point when you're watching this did you think, "Hang on, this isn't a normal film"? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know really. Like from the not from the get go, but it. I don't know. It's difficult to make a decision on it because, as I said, I've never seen it before. You kind of feel like you know what you're getting into, but it just spirals out of control. As yeah. I said, snowballs. I think it was the finger um, for me. I was like, what? Wait. <laughs> Make your problem. <laughs> How did that end up there? Uh, but yeah, the spiral. So yeah, so Jim takes a gun, runs away, runs up into like the the mountains or the sort of rocky area as loads more police arrive at the, at the um, gas station. And then he walks through like desert or something like that. Yeah. Finds a, finds another gas station and then finds two police officers and takes them hostage, and then yeah, ends up okay. speaking yeah, yeah. like speaking to like the captain on the radio and the yeah. captain basically trying to tell him that you know he's not there's nothing to do with him. There's a there's yeah. a rogue hitchhiker on the run and speaking of the devil, Ryder pulls up and he kills the two police officers with Jim in the back. And Jim at this point must be like. Out. Are you winding me up? You killed five police officers. He's just... literally winding him up. This is like a <laughs> metaphor for an internet troll. This guy <laughs> knows just how to hit the buttons. And then I'll butt hurt Jim crying as he's sort of crashing in the car. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> Do you think every time that, uh, John Ryder does something to Jimmy, he drives away and goes, has <laughs> 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 like a little chuckle to himself? <laughs> how would you like that, Jim? I'm a, I'm a right laugh, aren't I? <laughs> Five police officers are dead, Ryder. You killed them. They've got families. Ah. It's worth it for the bants. But hurt. It was worth it for the bants. Yeah. But hurt. So, um, I don't know what happens now. So, um, I think he. Uh, oh, there's a bus. That he parks up somewhere else. Oh, and the, and the, and the another diner. He parks up. Yeah. Uh, and he's eating some food. He's got his gun, and then John Ryder sits next to him. Yeah. This is, and, so this uh, is, I think, a quite a telling bit, where Ryder, uh, he says, what do you want from me? And he, like, licks coins, and he puts coins, he sticks them to his closed eyes, 
Um, yeah. And he says, I don't know, you figure it out. And that's the... A You're pen- a smart boy, you figure it out, yeah. A penny for the ferryman. That's what you normally use to yeah. pay the ferryman to get you over the river sticks into the underworld. So it feels <laughs> so like some sort of demon, some supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, there's a good bit, obviously, where Jim is like, I'm going to shoot you and run the nuts. And Ryder's like, that gun's not loaded. You ain't got a bollocks. And then Ryder kind of like puts his hand out and goes, well, as soon as you do it, I'll shoot you of mine. But he's just got his hand under yeah. the... Under the table like that yeah. and obviously yeah then he bangs the table <laughs> i thought that was pretty good yeah he bangs the table and he goes ah Ryder was really lucky there that, that he knew what was going down because if he just got shot he'd been like human didn't go to plan yeah but he uh he gives him the, like the bullets so he says uh you figure it out or something whatever he, he gives him like a handkerchief of bullets yeah uh, a coach pulls up he i think is Jennifer Jason Lee on that coach? Or did she get on it? Uh, I think she is on it. And he kind of sees her and he's like, what the fuck? So basically, yeah. I don't know why she's there or where she's going. I can't remember. But Jim explains to her sort of what's been going on. And she believes him, doesn't she? She basically says, like, it's a crying shame that you're getting stitched right up by this guy. And all these police officers ends up dead. Yeah. But then the captain turns up and... Uh, Oh yeah. One of the one of the officers is basically trying to get Jim to reach for his gun. He says, like, what does he say? He says, uh, uh got spat you spat on my wrist. Wipe it, off. You wipe, yeah. wipe it yeah. off. So he wants it to reach for it so he can pop yeah. a cap in his ass, kill him, because he thinks Jim's killed his colleagues. Um but oh, then, yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. But then Nash saves the day and she basically put, pulls a gun on them. Yeah. Uh so this uh, this again gets quite escalates quite quickly because they go to escape. I think this, this is, is this I think is like the helicopter bit, right? This is like Grand Theft Auto Five. This yeah. Bit. This, this is like you shot a police officer. Yeah. You shot a police officer, and now a helicopter's after you, and all the patrol cars, and you've only got a rocket launcher only. Yeah. And uh, you gotta get out of there. So it gets mental pretty quickly. There's a helicopter. I think they shoot the helicopter down or something. I can't remember. Or does Ryder turn up? Um. Yeah, so Ryder turns up. So obviously they're shooting after the police officers, but Nash drops her gun, um, and Ryder just turns up again. As I said, driving, smoking a fag, trying to light it at one point. Come on, give me yeah. a light. Come on, um, and sh- he shoots down a helicopter with a revolver, which I can't imagine is that easy. Or maybe it is really easy. It is <laughs> when you're know. a supernatural creature. Yeah, because he shoots down the helicopter, and then all the all the police cars crash as well. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. So um, they get away. They park up in a motel and they, they spend the night watching TV, eating a couple of Twinkies, Chinese takeout. It's lovely. It, there's a there's a bit that made me laugh in, in this where he sort of uh, Jim sort of lets Nap drift off to sleep and then he sort of goes creeping away. He's going to go for it, go and have a shower. But then he like, <laughs> accidentally turns the TV on really. He accidentally <laughs> oh, yeah. turns the TV on really loud. Yeah. He accidentally goes. And then recently, he went, oh shit. <laughs> We've all done it. Um, We've all done it. So he's having a shower and he's going <laughs> and Ryder again, so how does how does Ryder know where they are? He he just He, he just smell, knows mate. He can smell Jim out, sniff him out. Smell her Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um uh, and he come, and he turns up basically and lies down next to Nash. Um and when Jim comes out she's gone. And then randomly, out of nowhere, the police are suddenly like, you got to come and help us because something's happening here. And I thought, why are the police 
So two seconds ago, they were like ready to murder him. And now they're kind of like, you got to help us because it was this other guy after all you told us about. And now he's got the girl you like and he's tied her between two two trucks. Yeah. And he's basically going to rip her in half like wet toilet paper unless you go and talk him down. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so he gets when now she's like tied up, she's screaming, uh, she, and he's like revving his his foot. He said he can't shoot him because his foot will release from the clutch, and that'll move the truck forward. So he, he sits in there. I don't know what he says to him. I can't remember. Um, or he says, "Kill me" or something. Uh, he wants so to Jim, basi- Jim basically gets in and and sort of starts talking to Ryder. Gives him a gun. Uh, tells him to basically pop a cap in his ass. But Jim's yeah. like, "Can't because you would." You'd, uh, you as soon as you died, she'd she'd die anyway. And then Ryder kind of just goes, oh, "I've had enough of this now," and <laughs> it's been like releases minutes. the clutch. Yeah, and lets Nash rip in half. Like again, we don't see anything. It's not very gory, really. This film, um, no, kind of, but it, again, it's all suggestive, really. Yeah. Uh, so again, insane, absolutely insane <laughs> moment in the film. Um, the, so the last. It, it does feel like you just have a ton of moments in this film that maybe aren't that connected other than by the road. I don't know. So uh, it ends with him in custody. Jim says, um, I want to talk to him, but then just spits on his face. Um, <laughs> yeah, goes in his face, and he seems to quite like it. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to take Ryder to prison in like a prison bus situation yeah then so uh, suddenly so suddenly it is weird because suddenly the police are completely they've completely got oh jim you are innocent after all yeah. we were trying to kill you but we it's true it's true you are innocent don't worry about it uh Ryder's the one doing all the nonsense throughout um, this like jim's got crazier and crazier like he just looks disheveled to the point of he's not the same man anymore he's changed he's like i've had a bloody enough of this nonsense yeah so uh, they're driving a different way. They're taking Jim to to his house. I don't know where they're taking him. Uh, and Jim's like, no, because he's going to get out, which he, you know, he probably will do. So he steals the gun. Uh, he says, "Have you got some change?" Yeah, he goes, "Have you got? Have you got, have you got can I have one of your cigarettes?" And he immediately snatches up his gun. Um, Whoops! Chasing down the prison bus. Yeah. Uh, and already, but when he, by the time he catches up to the prison bus, like Ryder's already got like a shotgun. I'm not. How did he get out? I can't really remember. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, he's killed the deputies, and he leaps off of the bus, out of the bus, sorry, into Jim's car, like yeah. face first. And as, as he comes through, Jim makes a quite hilarious noise. Jim's just like, uh, ah, ah! <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> yeah. He literally can't believe what's happening. Can't believe it. A lot of crazy insane. stuff yeah. has happened. Yeah. A lot of crazy stuff has happened up to this. But but Ryder jumping headfirst through the windshield just takes the takes the cake. Yeah. Do you think they call him Ryder because of uh, the song Riders on the Storm? Riders on the Storm. The door's up. Yeah. Maybe maybe. You'll have to ask. Oh, Eric Red. Red. Yeah. Um <laughs> so uh so they have a, a little bit of a thing. Oh yeah, so he, he breaks, Ryder flies out in front of the car. I think he's shooting at him and he, he runs Ryder over. But then he's not dead. Um, no, I mean, it's a classic Michael Myers a classic, situation. Yeah. 
classic uh, big horrible bad guy, <coughs> ate his bad guy, well, yeah. ain't dead, ain't dead until you put a bullet in his head, and even then, you can't yeah. be sure. Um, yeah. So yeah, runs him over, um, and then goes to the car to see his lifeless corpse, and we get the classic. Thought he was dead, but he jumps up, but then, you know, Jim pumps him full of lead because he finally kills him like properly properly finishes the job finally kills him sun sets jim's happy as larry the girl he likes is dead unfortunately imagine that like when you get to san diego like where you were going and they go all right where have you come from i'll come from chicago san diego had a nice trip you'll never guess what happens what's been going down mate you'll never guess read my blog post i'm gonna start a podcast about this yeah yeah Basically, it's what it'll be on a Twitter thread. I'll write the Twitter thread tonight, right? Make sure you set aside half hour to read it because it's going to be crazy. All yeah. right. The craziest bit was when a guy. It wasn't when a guy shot at that helicopter. It was when a guy jumped through my windshield head first. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Uh, the, the ending mirrors the open, the very very opening of the film. Uh, we see Ryder lighting a cigarette of a match, and the very very end of this yeah. film shows uh, Jim doing the same. Uh, so it's a bit of he's like just, become just, the monster same, in a way, yeah. Same cigarette, the exact same cigarette. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the sequel? No. There's a sequel um, with the guy playing Jim Halsey again. Plays him again. <laughs> it's called The Hitcher. The Hitcher I've Two. Waiting. I've been waiting, and The Hitcher is oh, someone Gary called Jack Busey. the Hitcher. Jack it's Busey. played by Jake oh, Busey. Yeah. So Gary Busey's son. Uh, and then there was a remake with Mr. Sean Bourne. Scene Bean. Sean Bourne. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Sean Bourne. Um, in 2007. I've not actually seen this, but he looks utterly, utterly nails in it. I've seen uh, he's that got, one he's got like a crew, He's got like a crew cut and the kind of face where you're like, it'll yeah. murder you while you sleep. He, he, looks, he looks like someone. He's got, oh, he's got a, he's got a look about him. Sean Bean. Have you watched the um, the uh, the one with Jake Busey? I can't imagine it's it's good, but uh, I remember. So the I remember the Sean Bourne one being no way near as uh, as bonkers. Ah, oh, Sean Bourne. I bet Sean Bourne dies in the end because Sean Bourne dies in the end of everything, right? I said <laughs> I said this I said this today, and somebody said, "Have you seen him in the advert for the New Yorkshire Tea?" Like the new advert for Yorkshire Tea, I went no. He went dies in the end of that as well. <laughs> he just it's finished finishes doing his voiceover and then he goes. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Is that true? Contractually obliged? No, it's not true. But uh, I wish it was. Yeah. I tell you what, I, I'm a big fan of of Sean Bean's look in this Hitcher remake because he looks like every video game protagonist from like two thousand and seven. Wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just looks, he looks great, man. He looks Who's nails. your favorite? Who do you think looks better, Sean Bourne or Rutger Hauer? Well, I've only seen pictures of Sean Bourne in this, so I think Rutger Hauer like embodies this role, doesn't he? Even as I said, even though I'd never seen this film before, it was someone yeah. I was very familiar with. Uh, a lot of the imagery from, um, just from because he that. is otherworldly, like the way he. The way his persona is kind of otherworldly, and he does that otherworldly thing really well. Like yeah. obviously, in Blade Runner, he plays a replicant, so he plays yeah. someone who's not of this world, but someone who's like 
discovering that humanity yeah. and you know he almost he, he sees himself as more than human because of that so there's something about him that he knows what's going on yeah, exactly, maybe this yeah. is maybe yeah. this is like a blade runner prequel sequel maybe mm. he's a robot yeah maybe he's a replicant this hitcher <clears throat> so I'll off. i've got another game of the name game for you oh yeah game of the name game the most popular section yeah, yeah. so I give you a story synopsis and you name the film using the convention, The Hitcher. So number one, the man is driving along and there's a large container of alcohol sitting on the side of the road. It's <laughs> 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 great. It was a great film. Uh, the Pitcher. Correct, yeah. And number two, the man is driving along a road. You see what, what, how this works. The man is driving along a road and he falls out of his car, rips his bloody jeans looks like he needs to call the stitcher yeah <laughs> yeah yeah correct oh i gotta call the hitcher don't I? <laughs> number three an entire working class are driving along a road and they have to find and they happen to find an entire upper class on the roadside looks like their rolls royces and private jets have broken down the working class are going to have to pick up <laughs> the, 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 I don't know. I don't know that one. You want to come back to it? Just tell me. Uh, the richer. I think I have to pick oh, up the richer. So, that's easy. I don't know what I was thinking then. I wasn't thinking on the same wavelength. Number four. Superman grows his hair long and white and finds himself in Middle Earth. Um... Superman. Yeah. The Gandalf. Superman. Superman grows his hair long and white and finds himself in Middle Earth. Coming out soon on Netflix. The the snit 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 snitcher. I don't know. <laughs> no, uh, the Witcher. So oh, that's the Witcher! <laughs> you confuse me by saying about Middle Earth. Well, it ain't in Middle Earth, is it, mate? I mean, come on. Oh, I was being, yeah. I was being flippant, but you know, it's there. It's quite yeah. enough. It's yeah, I, I should, I should have got that. When you said Superman, I legit, I was thinking actual Superman. Superman. Number five. Yeah, uh, a man picks up I'm a homeless well. man and gives him a lift, and the guy goes on and on and on about some religious text or another. <laughs> The Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> a man picks up a homeless man and gives him a lift, and the guy goes on and on and on about some religious text or another. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you again. A man picks up a homeless man and gives him a lift, and the guy goes on and on and on about some religious text or another. <laughs> Stop saying it. I don't know. Oh, what is that one? <laughs> the scripture. Ah, <laughs> oh, you know what? The reason I'm fo- it's difficult because it's just one word. Yeah, give me more words and I'll, I'll be nailing it. But yeah, so you've got to get the, the word exactly right. Whereas the hills of eyes, you've got a couple of avenues, a couple of entryways into the answer. I need those. I need those avenues, Luke. Otherwise, yeah. that's I'll never be able to survive in day to day life. Two out of five. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this yeah. officially replace? Is this officially replacing? Uh, quiz, quiz, yeah, trivia. Um, I mean, I'm fine. I'm fine I, with that. I'm just trying to keep myself interested when I'm looking at because I don't want to. I hate the ones where you just sort of feel like this is just the IMDb trivia page. 
Yeah, I know what you mean. And you've only, you've been doing that for 102 episodes, so it's back time you made some back effort. Time I did something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, review review time. <clears throat> yeah, it's good. I liked it. It feels like a, <laughs> it's a fun watch. It's a very. I mean, it's a very strange film, but it's a definitive role for old Rutger. Um, and it feels like a. It, didn't, it feels like a lot more than just a standard thriller. Yeah. Because there's a lot more going on. It's it's crazy. Crazy. I'd probably give it. I'd probably give it a B minus. I reckon. Mate, mate. So, uh, I also gave it a B minus. So this film is. I the first time I watched it recently, I was like, I'm not too sure I was getting on with that, but I kind of enjoyed it, but I'm not too sure about it. But now I'm like, you know, like like any odd movie. Uh, is the like the oddities that make it stick in your mind? It's like one of the weirder points that make you think that you can't quite forget. So I think it's something yeah. spe- there is something special. It's kind of lyrical. It's sort of more poetic and not. It doesn't care about logic. <clears throat> it's just trying to be. I don't care about your logic, mate. It's trying to. But halfway through this, so muse on a theme sort of thing. Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, it was about halfway through this film. I was kind of a bit like, I don't know if I'm really enjoying it that much. Yeah, but I kind of, I kind of, I respected it for yeah. Yeah. for kind of spiraling out of control and keeping and keep adding different layers to this, you know, mystery. Even though it wasn't a mystery that we ever find out anything about. Why is he doing it? How's he doing it? Who is he? What the hell's going on? Who is he? What's his problem? Was yeah. such a knobhead? Yeah, all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it was. Incredibly, they should it was quite do sad. like a modern day Uber version of this. And at the end, instead of lighting up the match, he goes one star on Uber, <laughs> just reviews the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. And it's gonna be, and it'll be Sean Bean, and it'll be Sean Bean. Yeah, and he'll turn around and he'll go, have a bit of Yorkshire tea, you slag, and he dies. So, uh, this, yeah, that's all we got for today. Uh, are we doing <coughs> when it's crawl out? So I think Crawl is out um, on the, maybe the 23rd of August. So we've still got a little oh, way, a while away, yeah. to go before Crawl. And then I think Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark is out after that. <clears throat> and, and I think... what about... Uh, there's something else, isn't there? Uh, I think there's something else. It's it, it, Chapter 2. Maybe, is when, early, early September. Okay, so early we've got September. a little while so to start, yeah. We discussed maybe watching Blade Oh yeah, week. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're game for that, considering the announcement of the new Blade and the first, the first, I mean, it's, it's got horror elements in it in all three of the films, really, isn't it? But I'd say the first one was the most horror-y, right? Yeah, I don't know. The second one has got it's Del Toro, and it's got some, yeah, you know, the sort of the Uber vampire things that. Yeah, the Reapers. Kind of like super creepy. Uh, But maybe we'll talk about Blade. We'll talk about Wesley Snipes because there's some good Wesley Snipes factoids from his involvement in the trilogy, including the fact they had CGI his eyes on when he refused to open his eyes. Blade Trinity, and uh, he was getting everyone to refer to him as Blade on set. I'm sure we could find a load of good Blade stories to discuss. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that should be good. And considering a new film's going to be out, it'd be nice to chat about that. Cool. All right, man. Yeah, let's let's see that. Uh, so this show is brought to you by Hawk and Cleaver. 
head over to hawkandcleaver.com. Actually, just go to Facebook. Uh, come and join the Facebook group. Uh, we chat about random random bollocks. Uh, we've even um, had uh, a few other people getting involved in the name game, bringing in their own questions. To, uh, yeah, exactly. And that's disrespectful to the name game because yeah. it isn't. But say again. <laughs> I said, I'm not saying it's disrespectful to get yeah. involved in a name game, but have some respect for Luke Condor. Because this, he takes, the, the effort I put into these. He takes mere mere <laughs> minutes a week trying to sort out. I'm joking, of course. Get involved. If you if you like the, the name game, put your name game <coughs> questions. Uh, clues. Because, I mean, it was tough. One, the text, the, was it the Tesco chain store? Mass order. Okay, mass order. <laughs> That's good. I mean, it was good. Add so, add so, add so many layers to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was good. So yeah, that'd be fun to get involved in. Uh, yeah. So just go to Facebook. I think you can just search for horror hangout. I think you have to go horror hangout or horror hangout board of advisors. Maybe we should change the name to horror hangout. By the way, that was Ben Scaife who gave us the of a quiz. Uh, thank you very much, Ben. It's nice to have you on the group. Big shout out to that dude. And Big shout, Ben. Check us Facebook, Horror Hangout Board of Advisors. Thanks to Kovac Camera for our theme music. Thanks to ACAS for hosting the show. Thanks to the listeners if you enjoyed the show. Thank you. And thanks to my co host, Ben. If for you enjoyed the show, thank you very much, Luke, for <laughs> also being a right horror dude. If you enjoyed the show. Right, cheers, mate. Uh, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Is right. that what happened? Yeah. Sorry. Okay, Ben. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to say. I've not ended this very professionally. What What do you want to do? Choose to go. Uh, basically, a good way to end it. Just Just kind of go um, the end, and then do a wink to screen. Uh, okay. Okay. Back. Usually we just. I think usually we just say bye, Luke. Okay. Just say bye, like, like we're on a children's TV show. Bye, wink. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.